0: I was just saying the other day to somebody I think this is the first year since I can remember that I didn't see a movie in the theater all year. Hmm. Because, you know, I think the first movie I remember seeing in the theater was Superman. Maybe even Superman 2 when I was like five. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm trying to think if but, we saw anything back in between you know, January and March.
0: I don't think I did. Because Knives Out came out in like November. And I saw that in the theater and then I saw Star Wars. Um, And I don't think I saw it in after December. Maybe. I may have seen it in January. So technically, I guess I probably did. But.
1: Yeah. I came down for, it was like a Christmas visit. We combined that with seeing Rise of Skywalker with you guys. Yeah. It might have still been December. I don't know. Yeah. When did, we saw Ford versus Ferrari in the theater. Was that? I feel like that was 2019. January? Yeah, maybe it was. I
2: can't I watched every single movie I've ever seen this year.
0: wow that's impressive (laughs) well
1: it seems like it
0: yeah it does I mean
1: yeah like January feels like 10 years ago yeah I know (laughs) it's insane
0: yeah it was a long long year
1: I have like a
3: thing to ask you guys I I meant to ask you before and I forgot yeah I, I, I was watching an episode of The Office the other day and there's a point where Ryan asks or he says something to Kelly about how you owe me gas money. And I, I was, it made me think like cuz his character is like in his mid to late 20s at that point and I thought well I I know the character is supposed to be a dickhead so it, it fit him but it made me think like what was the point in in your guys's life where like gas money was a thing with with your friends. <laughs> Yeah, even if yeah, back in high even if, even if you didn't ask yeah. necessarily, like maybe you thought about it, or maybe they were like, "I'll give you five bucks. I need a ride over here." Like, because at some point in your life, you're like, "I don't fucking care." i like, just. I think it's after we had ride. jobs. After we yeah, had exactly, legitimate yeah, jobs. <laughs> but like, but <laughs> we were making we we had income jobs. Income. No, no, because yeah. we had jobs when we had cars. Because we had to buy our gas, right? Yeah, but there, there had to be some point where it was like.
0: We had one, jobs didn't, that didn't you, pay minimum wage. <laughs> Let's put it that well, one,
3: one. You didn't think about it anymore, and two, you were like, wh- wh- "What are you talking about? Like, I'm just getting it fucking right." Like, <laughs> and, and with our ages, we're kind of like in that point where because gas was like fucking super cheap when we started driving. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. I remember, then, I remember like, paying sixty-three cents a gallon yeah. once. Jesus! And then at some point around like what night, uh, like what two thousand, two thousand Republicans taking over. It was like it was like the t- Twin Towers came down and gas prices were a million times more.
1: Oh yeah, it was insane.
3: But I, I just I was like thinking, like, my God, I haven't thought about somebody giving me gas money. Like <laughs> I must have been in high school working at Pizza Hut. Yeah. And even then, I don't think I was one of those Nazis about it. Like I need I need this much. And, and I was driving a V V8, eight V eight car like <laughs> shitty ass gas mileage.
0: I heard a phrase when I was in like, I guess, maybe 2003 that I'd never heard before. And when someone was talking about going to get lunch, he said, uh, I'll fly you by. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah.
3: That's, that's, I like that one. That's still a good one. Okay. Like, I, you go get, pick up the food, I'll buy it. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Right. Because you're, you're, you're having to travel, so you have to use gas money, I guess. And it's a pain in the ass for you.
4: Did you say I'll fly, you buy? Yeah, but you, you used to that? be able to get like a meal for five bucks, and now like you're <laughs> going to be spending 15 for lunch. Or you fly, or have yeah. far- No.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't hang out had with I the had a cool boss kids, one
3: time and he's like, I was working at a pizza place, and he's at Little Caesars, and he's like, I'll, I'll, he wanted to get sandwiches somewhere. He's like, if you fly, I'll, I'll buy. Like, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, that's or what I would have done. I'll give gone, you the money,
3: and then you can pick
5: it up, and you eat it. Like, oh, well, yeah. That's I didn't
1: know either. I was like,
0: um, "What?" Well, you don't you don't know until you do. But <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? Like, uh, where are we flying today? You guys, so, there's, there's, do you have a helicopter I that I don't know about. What are we doing? I don't All think right. there's any clear delineation where you, you you've advanced
3: to a point in your life where you're like, I don't care about your gas money, like.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. To me, that was like you're going to buy lunch. Of course, I'll go pick it up. What do I care? Just yeah, buying buy lunch.
3: Absolutely, that's different. That's more like just the trouble of of I guess you so. have to go out somewhere and do it and and pay the person.
0: I was just assuming gas was like part of that, but yeah, I guess not. What kind of? Unless you're it, traveling twenty miles. It's the same. It's the same <laughs> category.
3: I just didn't know if there was a, a if you guys had a delineation where you're like, oh, I don't care.
0: Like, I think it comes when you are actually making enough money that it doesn't really impact you. Yeah, sure. Sure. Five dollar, I mean, five dollars worth of gas. Like I'll pay, I'll give you a fiver for gas. Like, what what, what was the
3: job for you? Like for me, it was probably landscaping when I was actually making like probably double minimum wage. I, I felt like I was rich. I remember my first paycheck from a two week paycheck where I was, my take home was over a thousand. I was like, I'm fucking rich. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what? I made That's this in two time. weeks and I, I, I keep it. I was like, fuck yeah.
0: I guess when I could afford a mortgage, that's when it was like. Oh, <laughs> so that was late. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, I mean, 2003, I bought my first oh, 2002 townhome, whatever.
1: Doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yum. Delivering pizzas, I mean, I guess. Uh,
3: Chris was like <laughs> 1991. I was in the, no. I was in the Navy. <laughs> I lived on I a made, boat or something. I
2: don't know. My no. <laughs> my first job I made $3.55 an hour. Oof. And, $4.75 uh, for me. Doing dishes. I, went, I was doing I would, dishes too. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I only worked on Saturday at, like mornings, I think, at this diner, and I'd make like $25 bucks, and I would ride my bike to the store and buy a tape. <laughs>
6: yeah. That's what I go. did with
2: my money. Yeah. yeah. Did you <laughs> in the Store was not close. I mean, it's <laughs> like riding your bike to this place when you're 11, 12 years old. Well, my first job was when I was 13. <laughs> yeah, well, time was That's job? even
4: illegal, but okay. <laughs> I know. I was
2: pretty, uh, a question. lot of jobs growing up. I think it was pizza for
3: the rest of us. Yeah, Pizza Hut for me. Mowing lawns. Pizza Hut. Mowing lawns.
2: Like specifically. I worked in a pizza place for two weeks. I hated it. Pizzeria Regina in the mall. That sucked. Mm. If it had been Um, called Pizzeria Regina, would you have stayed longer? That would have been better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I had like, I don't know, 10 jobs. But I stayed at a lot of them for a couple of years. Yeah, you yeah. seem
3: like a good employee.
2: But a lot of landscape stuff, too. We used to help out with this uh, guy who had a business and lots of raking and stuff like that in the fucking cold-ass falls in Boston. I remember, like, it's freezing one day. We were raking, like, for five hours or something. And <laughs> they someone brought, like, beef stew I just remember sitting in the car, like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest <laughs> thing in the fucking world."
1: You know what kind of freaked me out about my job recently? Hmm. I just uh, this past October, I've been at my current job for eighteen years. Jesus, which means Christ. that wow. I've been at my That's current job, over? I've been at my current job longer than I was alive when I graduated high school. <laughs> it kind of yeah. freaked me out. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I've lived that much plus another year. That You're a good soldier, Jim. I tend to stick when I get a job I like. God, yeah, I'll opposite, be not
0: nine years in March for me. My job. I so, am the
1: opposite of you. Twenty. Twenty.
3: I can't suffer uh, bosses from. God, if they fucking piss me off, I'm like, I'm either gonna, I'm gonna end up bringing an AK into this motherfucker, or i <laughs> do something else. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think people that know me knew that already. Like, <laughs> Iron maiden <laughs> Yes. Oh, Guns. Okay, We're not talking about dangerous. killers though. And, and to be fair, <laughs> okay, it, t- t- to be clear, I don't even own a gun, so you're not in danger. It's okay. okay. I, 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 don't, I don't. I'm not a gun guy. <laughs> I get. I get a little angry. Famous last words. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
2: sure.
1: I can't wait for this. You're gonna love it.
4: When did you first fall in love with metal? I went to this record store, and I was going to get the new Journey album, and there was like an older kid there, and he's like, don't get that, man, get this. And he gave me the Ozzy Osbourne blizzard of Oz.
7: Where else can these kids go where they come somewhere, and they all feel a sense of, you know,
4: this is our thing, you know? Let me tell you something about Slayer fans. They look like the extras from Lord of the Rings. They came out of nowhere, under the ground, yeah. The passion and the darkness The
6: evil of the music
1: You know what marriage is like? Marriage is like, you ever go to a concert and you see a mosh pit And you're like, you know what, I'm gonna go get that mosh pit But then once you get in, you're like, hm,
4: I do not want to be in this mosh pit We're in a wrestling match, Lemmy or God? Lemmy ah,
7: God Wrong, dickhead, trick question, Lemmy is God
0: Alrighty Welcome back to Summertime Podcast everybody Hey, guys. Hey. Hello, hello. Long
2: time no see. Yeah.
0: yeah. How about that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, How was your new year's Eve? Good.
0: I did nothing. I stayed at home, just yeah. like I've been staying at home all year. I am I am still hungover. Happy 2021,
3: everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too. I never stopped yeah. drinking. <laughs> That's the key. All
0: right. I'm Eric. We've got Joe here. Hi. And Keith is here. Word. And, and Tim's here. I'm doing Tim last for some reason. Yo. I don't
1: know why. What's up?
0: All right. So we're back with more Maiden talk. Um, you know, we I'm figured hey, what the hell
1: because you know yeah. why we have a
3: guest again. Yeah, we have another. Mm-hmm. guest and he has oh, launched same. himself into the first place of the most <laughs> times on guest appearances.
5: <laughs>
0: well, it would be second and the third. No, it's first. Because
5: well, how many third. times has Paul
0: been on?
4: Two. Mm-hmm. All right. I think two. Well, right. well, one episode never, never aired because you guys fucked up the audio.
0: That's true. There's uh, a hidden episode that he aired on that's, that's never, true. Never, never, saw the light never, never saw the light of day.
4: It's, <laughs> it's not canon. All right. It's it's legends material. Chris! Yes!
0: <laughs> Chris Stichiar is back with us again with this episode.
4: Uh, Imagine so that. We're talking yeah. about Iron Maiden.
0: We are talking about. This uh, is the
2: only thing I seem to know about. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. <laughs>
0: All respect to the Beatles, but we're never well, going to do a Beatles episode. To, oh,
2: yes. <laughs> I was actually thinking the exact same thing. If you
4: had a Beatles one, yeah, I'd I talk so. more.
0: Not a metal yeah. podcast. Yes. We're not going to talk about the
4: Beatles. Who's uh, wait, wait, wait. The wait, wait, wait time, 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 time. You're a drummer and you like the Beatles? Ringo Starr? What the? i us <laughs> not get into that. How
2: long do we have to, to
4: discuss this? I'm guessing I just done. We're not, so, so let's move on I just on said that. we're
0: not talking about the Beatles. Yeah. Come on. Um. So, yes, Chris is with us again.
3: Same um, country we're talking
2: about. about
0: bands. That is different.
3: So, we've so been Keith, really like, um, we've been so Anglo <laughs> here lately.
0: We have mm. nothing but Brits lately.
3: It's been it's been Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, uh, Judas, Priest. Iron Maiden, <laughs> Judas Priest. Judas Priest. It's yeah. been like the last four months of our lives. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, I and mean, Motorhead. Motorhead. Motorhead, yeah. yeah
1: which means, Lizzie, which
4: is right across the mm, irish sea yeah you know i mean <laughs> we've been right northern <laughs> ireland is part of you know the united yeah, kingdom very much
0: the british isles we've been ignoring the united states a lot lately i guess
3: yeah, there wasn't really. much to talk about they weren't doing much in 1980 <laughs> or 1970 I mean. for
0: sure so yeah we are talking about the 1985 album celebrating 35 years live after death by iron maiden and we're going to talk about their their latest release, um, Knights of the Dead: Legacy of the Beast." Like a month ago, yes, recorded in 2019 on their "Legacy of the Beast" tour in Mexico. Um, but we'll start with uh, we live did a song after on this death.
7: Album that's about 13 minutes long, right? This little track we're going to do for you. Written by a guy a very long time ago, a guy by the name of Samuel Taylor Coleridge actually wrote a poem on which this song is based, all right? And this poem, this poem, I'm I'm, I'm sad to say, was written while under the influence of drugs, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we're not talking here the kind of drugs that I normally take, which is maybe the odd cup of tea or something like that, you know, before a concert or something. We're talking serious drugs. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about marijuana, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know this stuff used to be legal in the 19th century in England, are right? In those days they didn't used to call it marijuana, they used to call it hemp, right? Which is the stuff they used to make ropes out of in those days. And did you know that the Queen of England, that's Queen Victoria, who was the Queen of England in those days, she used to get really, really bad period pains, you know what I mean? Really terrible. And in her diary she used to write... Had really terrible period pains today. Georgie was very annoyed. That was her husband, the king, you know what I mean? And she used to go to the toilet and have a couple of joints to kind of uh, mellow out a little bit. Did you know that? Really? And now look what's happened to the state of the fucking empire. Never mind. The rhyme of the ancient Mariner! You dare!
0: (laughs) I think this was the first tour to feature the... Churchill's speech as the intro, right? Wasn't it? Or did they okay, do that okay.
3: on No. This because it came this is the first one. Yeah,
0: because it yeah. was power slave. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Correct. Come on. So we'll play a little bit of that, right? Leading what, into What Churchill? Aces and High? In the air. Yeah.
4: We shall defend our island. Whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches, we shall fight on the landing ground. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We fight in the hills. We shall never surrender.
0: That's a good place to stop because uh I wanna make the first point I want to make is amazing album, but there there does seem a point where Bruce can only hit a certain note. Like
4: I mean,
2: to come out with aces high. Yeah.
0: Yeah. but uh, that second part he, of that verse is like,
2: ooh, you're not quite getting there. Oh the <laughs> first line. The first line. I don't know the if there was like too. one note that was in tune. Yeah. But <laughs> his choruses are not hitting either. Well, no. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean it's a hard song.
0: Yeah, it's a tough song to start with. Ace is High.
2: Um, I wonder if he knew. Sorry. Good. I'm just so curious about this that, I mean, who would know more than Bruce? I wonder if he just used it as a warm up, even though it's really hard and he's kind of sacrificing the notes, but he knew that getting through that song, no matter what happens, he'll be good for the rest of the set.
1: Yeah, that could be. Yeah, because they played us. like 180
3: dates on that tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's well, insane. this was also this album was in recorded year, on the. Year. Yeah,
0: this, this album was recorded on night four of a four night stretch in Long Beach. Yeah, right. so it's like yeah, the last yeah. night of a four four, 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 nights four nights in night stretch. Right, four nights they in a row. They might have
3: wanted to like record the audio from maybe night two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> night four. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
3: So. So it's yeah, maybe, maybe in hindsight they were okay. Yeah. But yeah.
0: But there's, you know, there's point. I mean, look, <laughs> the stuff he does on the like album, it,
1: it, it, it's, it's not, not like bad. It, it, no. It, it doesn't ruin anything. No. no. It doesn't bother me at all. all no, it, it doesn't bother it, me. It's just that it's not I'm being the very
5: critical. the
3: album, right? Exactly. It's, yeah. it, it's not It's not, like not perfect. Is, well, but it's, it's not well, I think as you It's get not perfect older, compared to the album, but it, it's still good yeah. on its own. I mean, right. Yeah.
4: Like, if you didn't know any better, you'd be like, let's... Time out. Let's talk about that. didn't know any better, because that was this was the very introduction yeah this was the very first live album i ever heard so to me me like as much as it was like you know say he was fucking up the vocals whatever to me this was like holy shit i i needed never ever ever buy a studio album again live albums are all that matter and it was (laughs) like i mean when i heard this it was it, it changed everything I'm trying to think because the only other albums that my brother had at the time were, of course, um, damn it, uh, Somewhere in Time, which is, doesn't have any, you know, songs on this one, and, uh, Killers. Uh, so, like, this is actually probably the first time I ever heard the vast majority of any of these songs was on yeah. this mm-hmm. album and instead That's of Power right? Song. Yeah, us too. And yeah, it t- was like. T- too. Well, yeah, yeah
3: Tim, Tim mentioned last podcast that this was like this was your first Maiden album, right? Mm-hmm.
1: One of my yeah. first heavy metal albums actually was this. Yeah, and they were my favorite band this until I heard Metallica. Of,
3: yeah. This was one of my. It was probably the first heavy metal like live VHS that I got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was either this yep. VHS. Or I think it was this though. But, yeah, VHS. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was close. And then, and um, it, it, well, we'll talk about some more later. Like my more of my. Nostalgia for this album is the live video Mm -hmm. that that was out with it. But yeah, Yeah. I would imagine Chris was like,
2: Oh yeah, I know all these songs already. (laughs) I used to come home from school and take turns, air drumming or lip syncing to every instrument. I'd go through the whole album (laughs) and just, I had this stick. I don't know what the hell. It was just like a wooden dowel. And that was my microphone. And I would just run around the house because no one was home when I came home from school and just be Bruce. Yeah. And then, then the next listen, I would be Nico. Right. And then the next listen, I would run around. That stick was now a guitar. Right. <laughs> that album, yeah. First live album, I think. And um, that was a big one for sure.
0: Yeah. Huge. And that's that kind of raises the question, is it the best live album? Because you yes. think about, like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of nostalgia for all of us there. Yeah. Because it was the first yeah. live metal album we heard. So, you know. But of course it's still a fucking damn good live album. So
1: it's kind of considered by a lot of people to be one of the best live albums of all yeah. time. Right? Yeah. Nostalgia, yeah. notwithstanding, Metal, it just for sort sure. of,
0: yeah,
3: definitely. Yeah. yeah
1: right. It just, people just tend to just point to this one as being one of the best, if not the best.
3: Yeah. We'll talk about later their, their new album. Right. So yeah, it, it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to compare some of these aspects of it because well, since it's the beginning of the album, I'll just I'll just go into it. I think one thing I don't like about when they open with or play ACES High is that it's pre recorded. I don't mind the Churchill speech. That's 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 cool. I, that that gets you fired up, but I don't like that the first like what twelve measures or sixteen measures oh. are um pre recorded. Yeah. Because it sounds wimpy. And then when you <laughs> fucking bust out, it's like awesome. And that's one of the things you notice on this and and the new live album. And I wish they would just play that part. It's kind of like when Metallica would open with Blackened and and pre.
2: I like it. It would be I hard think it's for very Metallica effective. to
3: reverse play that part, but you know what I mean, like. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't, but then because it's so, it's it's just weaker, and then they come but out.
1: Then,
2: but think of it like they're out there, not really rocking at all. It's just like if, if you were out there playing that part of the song, it would be very anticlimactic. So I don't think instead so. of <laughs> being able to just run out when it kicks in Physically, the high yes. gear,
6: because
2: yeah. otherwise doing. they're just standing there. But they don't have to be
3: on to that stage intro. doing that. They can, it could still be dark while they're playing that. I just don't like the, oh, the levels are yeah. so obviously yeah. different. And it's so obviously from the
2: album when you hear it live. Well, I, I think just, also it, I just wish it, it helps boosted. make the live part more exciting because it is louder. But they um, can still they can still play. I yeah, kind of agree with Chris on and, this actually.
3: And then they could run out and, and
2: be live on stage. Yeah, I, I, I don't we actually do the same thing we in the in the maiden oh, tribute. Okay. We no, I'm not saying that's why, <laughs> but I think we all did agree that there was no point in being out there because we have that backing track. And um, we're off stage, yeah. except for me because I have to.
3: This put is, my I mean, ears.
2: this is a quibble but, anyway. So it's yeah, a, yeah, it is, it is. Well, I think there's
0: going to be a lot of nitpicking on this episode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you that. how do you criticize? No, it's interesting though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very interesting point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I like the way it. I, I never I really like thought it. about yeah. that.
0: Before. I mean, and, yeah. and, it's not you like know, I'm like, like fucking Metallica that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Metallica it's, it's, did it on, it's, it's on the, the latest tour too. When they like actually mm-hmm. kick
3: in, well, they have the on this too. They have the pyro that goes off right away, right? right. So yeah. it, that that even accentuates it even more. You're like, oh, it's fucking loud now. And for the yeah right. uh, for the VHS or the DVD or the DVD now, but um, like that was a huge moment. I don't know, Keith, did you have the um,
4: the video of it? I've seen it. Uh, I mean, I saw it. I don't know. Twenty eight years ago, probably. Oh, because for me,
3: that was that was the first time I really like actually got this album mm. was the video. So I, my my own perspective might be a little different. Was that you guys, Eric and Tim? You had the the record
1: or or what? I had the record, think, yeah. First, yeah. And Chris, I'm sure. I think about right, the VHS the later. Or the
2: tape later, yeah. The tape. Oh, for me, it was the VHS. Like, this
3: is the first time I actually like really saw them. And um, yeah, so my perspective is going to be different. I think about it, which
2: should be cool right
0: yeah because i don't they think
2: showed was- some of it on mtv i thought because i think they showed power slave because i got really depressed i think at one point on one yeah because power slave is it's on the extra yep there's a power slave lot. oh that's this um i could have sworn that bruce did this he did the devil horns at one spot and I thought, oh my God, they're satanic! <laughs> <laughs> it was—I was like really depressed. Me and my friend were like, oh my God, there's no way they can't. This can't be. It was a very scary thing. Well,
0: that—that that was a time when you know, all you know, yeah, there were a lot of bands the being MRC. criticized of, of being uh, satanic. Yeah, satanic. That was a big <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, writing the <laughs> lyrics. It her. was.
4: I mean, did, did Number yeah. of the Beast not already give that away for you, or? Uh... I didn't know what was going on during that. (laughs) that,
3: That's not a pro-Satan song. No. No, It has nothing
4: to do with Satan. But when
3: you're 14 years old, no,
2: No. you know, I did some research and they said it was about a dream. Yes. Um, Yeah. But still, you can be very, you know, very impressionable time.
0: This album peaked at number 19 on the U.S. charts. Mm. Which is pretty good.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome for a live yeah, album.
2: Yeah. What chart
0: was it? Does it say specifically? Just, just the U.S. charts. Just the U.S. Like It's, not, it's not
1: broken down by like,
3: <laughs> rock. Or it's not broken down. No, by, just by, overall. By, like, rock.
0: Billboard. Billboard. Billboard charts. The Billboard. Okay. You know.
3: Because uh, uh, I want to I want to bring that up later when we talk about the next album.
0: Okay. A lot of songs on this album are ridiculously fast, and I think this oh, is yeah. kind of what you were talking about last.
3: Time. I don't think they're as fast as your, your like just. It's not like Metallica from nineteen eighty four.
2: Yeah, right. (laughs) The thing is, they never count that off in time. What the trooper goes one, two, three, four. (laughs) Or it's two, three, four. It's always fucked up. Well, how is it on the the new album? They do the same thing. Yeah, it absolutely. gets faster it's though. It's two
1: different tempos. Yeah, it is faster.
0: As soon as they kick into the main riff, it's like, okay, a million times.
1: So you can blame it's the guitar like, players on that. It's, it's kind of like watching the Eyes of the Nile.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that starts fast, stays fast.
1: <laughs> it stays It's consistently way too fast.
0: I feel like it's speeding
1: up. Yeah. It's like the guitar players are fast, and then the drummer's even faster, and then they're well, <laughs>
3: well, yeah, but they're drunk. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but it no, that still sounds probably. good. <laughs> they are. Yeah. but I, I think um, you yeah, know, with the audio on that, that when you when you look back and and think about it, yeah, that that is kind of one of the... Maybe the bigger issues is is Bruce's voice. Is he was probably because they def we know they record because they said they recorded one odd one night of audio. Yeah, that's they right. They did the video on two different nights. Yep. Which um, they parsed down to they think it was the second and third night. Yeah, I think so. And uh, but the audio is definitely if it, it was truly one night, it was yeah. definitely night four because running free. They, he yep. talks about all the other nights. Yeah. yeah. So. That was probably the worst night vocally. <laughs> maybe, I- maybe, maybe musicianship wise, it was the best because they're most in tune to it. But for a vocalist, I, I got to imagine that's the, yeah. the shittiest thing you could do. I, yeah, yeah. Not- maybe
2: that was the best one. Oh, <laughs> well that's true too. It might have been. You will never know. the best. <laughs>
0: yeah. we'll never know. We'll never, I mean, maybe, but yeah. I, I don't know if anyone has a bootleg It's like of You a, go to
3: that show one time, you're Like, oh, it was the best fucking show, and nobody recorded it. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's because you were there. That's why it was the best. You shooting.
2: weren't there, man. Yeah. Well, we, nah, we, you weren't there, motherfucker. Should we talk about the production, or talk about more songs? Or? We can talk about production. Uh, oh yeah. well, go for it. Ooh. It's kind of like it doesn't sound like anything else to me. What do you mean? Um, In, it sounds kind of strange. Well, like anything that's like other live band albums or other well, well, yes and yes, <laughs> especially all the other live Maiden records, mm-hmm. especially the more recent ones. And this brings up the whole my criticism of the production um, with the, the new last album. bunch of albums right. that just kind of sound the same to me. Mm-hmm. Where you know you compare it to something like. Well, even just the production of this one or the production of the first album. We talked about that one. Yeah. It, it it has its um, character because of that. Right. Like, you don't wish, Ah, oh, I would have loved this if it sounded like Power Slave. No, I mean, that's the way it was and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, this album, I mean, this is not really, I don't know how to describe it, but. I wouldn't say it's the best sounding live album I've ever heard. No, sure, in my opinion, <clears throat> but I would rather listen to this than pretty much the other Maiden live albums. Right? Like yeah. The new one to me sounds like oh, it's just, everything is so loud and compressed. And do I need to have the bass drum fucking me in the face every <laughs> second? <laughs> it's like at one point they
4: real they they How often got the does technology the bass drum to have fuck you in the face
6: it's like this, this
2: goes to a like a bigger arc of Chris's I know it's the whole, whole production thing about, with like with their albums right like peace of mind you can't really, you can't hear it and he plays all this intricate stuff which is great and then once they figured out a way to make that heard, I mean, it's just boom, boom, boom all the time, and it's just – there's let no me, subtlety anymore. Let me ask anymore. you, me just, ask
3: you a, uh, a, a related question. Like, is this kind of like if, if um, on Led Zeppelin, like if John Bonham's bass drum was wet and, and poppy like, like it is on the recent Maiden albums, would you think that is is big a bunch of bullshit? Probably too. Like, there was something to the – for me, I think there was something to the soft there was like a softness to that bass yeah. the kick drum on his kit, yeah where it wasn't in your face it, it was kind of the, the same
2: personality thing? of his his sound because
3: cause wouldn't you know, know you say it's Nico, his sound when you say Nico and uh, John Bottom, like they were super fast with their kick drums, right yeah but it's I, and I think it's probably uh Nico did way more fast stuff just.
2: With oh, the nature of the music.
3: Yeah. But like rock and roll, like, you, you don't really notice the kick drum on that, even though it's fast as fuck. From, from Led Zeppelin, right?
2: Is he doing all eighth notes? Uh, it's. I
1: never thought
3: of.
2: It's disgusting. You actually, like. Am
3: I telling you It's disgusting.
2: On that song? Yeah. Like he did just a double hand thing. Like, it's almost. I didn't know if he was doing it. It's
3: almost constant. Okay. The kick drum of that. And I think if if that was like a a very trebly like snap with the with the with the bass, like it is on the recent Maiden albums, I I bet you would probably dislike that as well.
2: Maybe. But I, I get what you're saying. Maybe. And it's just like the character and the personality. It all just sounds like so one-dimensional and since, all very similar. Since
3: Brave New World, there has been a complete overhaul in the, the, the drum sound.
2: For yeah, that's true. Not for the better, which I I, I like for it me. better.
3: I I, you I can I hear everything. Yeah. I like to
2: hear every. Just I like my, to hear all right. the notes of all <clears> the instruments. Well, I can. You can hear everything on Number of the Beast. But I like but that, I like everything to be that sounds so much maybe better. Maybe i lazy. To me. I like everything to be easy. I want to hear it. Like, oh. Number the beats you can hear every single note that he plays. I don't but I to just, me that sounds way better than anything. I think for recent. I can
3: speak for me and Eric and Tim. There's a specific bass drum that we we just all love. Yeah, it's yeah. That wet snap. Yeah, yeah. bass afterwards. Yeah. You know, like that big treble well, right in front. Yeah, it's, well, it's kind of like it's the beat like around. Ba- the, it's kind of like Pantera black bass, album. yeah. Right? Yeah. I do Steve, like that. Steve Harris's bass times. is very trebly, but there's still bass there. But we like the uh, instant.
2: You Cause, know,
3: because the treble is what you hear right away.
2: Right after I listened to that, uh, Volbeat came out with their new live album, and I listened to that, and I'm like, this is so much more pleasing to listen to, and sounds ten times better than the last Maiden. Live one, okay. It just sounds like I don't know. It's just more easy on the ears. There's not as much of the uh, high end kick hmm. and okay. just punch in the face. It's warmer. Everything blends better. There's nothing that sticks out. The vocals are mixed better. Uh, I don't know. It just to
0: me the new one had a like a, and it sounds kind of weird, but it sounded like you were in a tunnel. Like there was something about it that just didn't sound as live I, to me do, to live do we want to go
3: do we want to like float over to that now i don't well i, I don't mind talking don't about both at the same
0: time yeah that's fine whatever they we play com- a lot of the
3: same songs yeah almost. we can compare, do, yeah.
0: compare for sure
3: there's yeah. um well I, i'll tell you what i my my first thoughts of the um the mexico recording from legacy of the beast which was about almost a year ago exactly right yeah. it was like a year and a half 15 months ago yeah yeah um yeah, yeah. 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 yeah what struck me initially was I loved that I could, I could hear every instrument. If I wanted to focus on one thing, I could hear it. And I, part of me loved that. But when I would listen to the album more, I was like, well, I can kind of hear him fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't like that. Because if you go back to the, uh, um live after death it's the mixing you, you can't you don't really notice because it's not like they mess up badly it's like a little bit of a you know there'll be a 16th note off here or there but the production on uh the the, the latest live album is so hard to clear mask any there's like I am like oh Steve Harris are you getting old like I'm like I'm like kind of (laughs) worried they they all are
0: yeah yeah
2: he's not playing I don't I felt like he wasn't playing as well Hmm. and and, it's it's actually always been like that you just couldn't hear it before (laughs) (laughs) well no I've I've heard some the production well Steve Harris I've heard some isolated bass parts of his from
3: earlier albums I'm like oh you're not as yeah some sloppy sloppy shit going on. Huh, yep. yeah but beside that, but I think am I getting to your point like where it's things are too parsed or, or, you know, like orally that that maybe it's not a good mix
2: like maybe well, I don't maybe mind it makes mistakes too cleanly that you shouldn't It's not even like cleanly it's it's something to do with I don't know because like the Volbeat one, I'm just kind of comparing because that was such a recent one I listened to is. It's clean. You can hear everything, but it just has a warmer sound. It's easier to listen to. You don't hear everything as in your face. Um, where you know, even just like on a studio album, it's it's nice to listen a little bit closer for something, or like crank something because you didn't hear that little part. And oh, what did he do there? Now it's just all just slapping you right in the face. It's everything's coming at you, and there's no subtlety anymore. There's no nuance. Right, And uh, it's very one-dimensional. Did you it's listen to the – It's so not one-dimensional that it is. I mean <laughs> – One-dimensional. I, <think laughs> I know what
1: you mean. <laughs> Does
3: that make... okay. Yeah, I know. It's, I know, like I it's know what you...
2: all right there in front yeah, of you it, it, and it, there's, there's no... no subtlety. Yeah. Like you know know what what I mean? It's like a brick wall. It's almost basically. like
3: it's up to you to mix it in your brain
2: because – I don't want that. I get what you're saying. Like I understand, I wish they gave me the raw stems, then I could do my own thing with it. And, and when <laughs> not it that it would be to, better. Just like, <laughs> when it comes to your maiden albums, where like things were harder to hear
3: on the first, like what twelve, thirteen years, as opposed to what they've done since Bruce came back, where everything, especially the drums, are very crisp and clear. Mm-hmm. I can see where there's a sameness, but the more recent stuff. But I think I think
2: it's more than just the production. Um, well, take Number of the Beast and Peace of Mind, okay. two consecutive albums. You would think that the production would get cleaner and better, more precise. It sounds flatterer on the next album. It sounds yeah. muddy. Yeah. 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 Number of the Beast, I think, is one of the best sounding albums. It sounds way better. Bruce's it voice sounds, sounds better. Yeah. Everything, is, everything is cleaner. But just the production alone, you can hear everything. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's not. Yeah, it's always had a weird a sound. Violent. Yeah. yeah. It's just very easy to listen to mm-hmm. and able to hear everything.
0: I like Peace of Mind better than Album personally. But, yeah, me too. Um, I like the songs. I do better. agree that. Yeah, the songs are better. Yeah.
3: I
2: do agree it that. Does, the, of the production on Number of the Beast is better. Like yeah. it, it just sounds crisper. Yeah. But, but not, does the production but of but Peace of Mind ruin anything for you? No.
1: I mean, no.
2: You only think about that because you're older, maybe, and you have more experience with yeah, all no. this stuff. But when you were listening to it, did you think, no,
1: hmm, yeah? And never. Actually, I w- actually, not actually, you know,
2: not enough compression. We talked never. about it last <laughs> oh, episode no.
0: where we said we, they should remix it, but I think there's, a, there's something about it that makes you, and I'm sure nostalgia plays a part into that. But it's like if they change it now, I'd be like, that would be too weird. It's like I, yeah. that's the yeah. sound I'm used it's, to with piece of yeah. Blood. yeah. Just like, that's what it's supposed it, to sound yeah. like,
3: right? Right?
1: Right?
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Yep well okay, we, there's
3: just a weird muddiness to that whole yeah album
2: it but it kind of defines it and it makes it exactly mm-hmm. exactly it's yeah. yeah it made me pay more attention because i'm listening closer to things you know as a drummer i was like trying to figure stuff out right with the bass drum especially mm-hmm. like what is he doing what is he doing and, and that first book came out which is kind of terrible, the uh, drums of the beast rhythms of the beast oh. all the transcriptions were live versions oh wow which sucks <laughs> but you know i was obsessed with trying to fig- figure stuff out but then the live version it didn't really mean anything to me because i am like uh, purist back then i guess i, yeah. like, I want to know yeah. what he does exactly on the record
0: yeah we've talked about this on previous podcasts but uh song revelations
4: Bruce is, and the
0: guitar. The song revelations. No, just yeah. the, 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 the speed of that song. I know Joe's talked about it in the past. with revelations. I want to
4: talk about the vocals because the crowd. When the crowd yells there, I heard this version before. Dang, I heard pe- "Peace of Mind," <sighs> mm-hmm. and when when like when the crowd goes nuts and yells during that the the pause of revelations, I was like "Ah!" Oh! And then when I heard the original version, and there is no sound during the pause. Oh yeah, I was tempo. irate. I was like, what oh, yeah, the that's fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why why isn't there a car? <laughs> oh I didn't Doo-doo-doo. mention it? Yeah. Well, You had
3: this album before the uh um, Yes, yes. Album. I heard so I I heard I
4: heard, th- I heard this album before I heard Power oh, Slave or Peace of Mine. So slow.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Power Slave too. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I had this mm-hmm. album before I had, I had Power Slave first, but I I had this album before um Peace of Mind. And uh but yeah, like all the so I knew like half the album already, but they were all like so much slower. Yeah. I was like Yeah What what are you guys doing?
0: <laughs> we'll play a little bit of Revelations. Oh yeah. Just a little bit.
3: Yeah. And I was like it's funny that Bruce on the video he's playing guitar. Yeah. You're not yeah. really doing a goddamn thing.
2: And then when he hits himself in the head and he bleeds all over the place. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Oh yeah. It's in one of the live... It's, I think it's in a, It's not on the main video, is it? It's on...
4: the DVD. Wait, so it. Bruce walks out with a guitar and... Accent. Well, he, he plays
2: guitar?
0: guitar on this song.
2: He
4: plays,
0: he he plays the slow it's part. In the rock,
2: I think it's in the Rock and Rio. Oh. Oh, oh. Something happens, and he hits himself off the head.
1: And he's mm-hmm. bleeding. If you
2: have not blood on stage, you're not a rock star. His head is bleeding. It's it's amazing.
1: Nice. Also, it doesn't look comfortable. (laughs) I bet. Tim's fingers used to bleed every show. (laughs) I wasn't using proper technique, put it that way. It's holding on for dear life. Eric, we, <laughs> and then like,
3: busted your face open. I every know. Time? If I didn't, <laughs> well, I, if I, I didn't was jumping around and I
0: missed my footing when I landed, and so I stumbled all from one side of the stage all the way to the other, and when I ended, I slammed my face right into my amp, and so I, I like regained myself and walked up to the mic and started singing again, and I noticed there was blood all over the mic as I was singing, and <laughs> cut my lip open when I slammed my face into my own amp. For <laughs>
3: yeah, it was the best. Everybody does that. You have to do
0: it. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Anyway. Yeah, Revelation's way faster than, than the album version.
4: Overall, though, I mean, that is still my second, I guess, favorite maiden song. And oh, my God. That That's a is- great song. It's up there for me for sure. Yeah. It, that I, I, it's, uh, is that the first one? And not probably not the first one, but uh, Bruce wrote that one. There's no, and there's no bad song. Tim's got it on the s-
1: background. The whole thing. I mean, yeah, I got Revelations playing right. See there he is
0: with. See he's playing guitar. Yeah,
1: there you go. Yeah. Is that from this Blu-ray? I mean the DVD. Yeah. Is it yeah. the
2: Rock and Rio one?
1: No, it's the. No, that's the okay. Then you'll see him bleed. Yeah, I don't have the Rock and Rio. You can tell
3: because they have those weird no, no, no. It's on the back
2: spandex. Oh, Out is the it back? There's a oh. concert from Rock and Rio. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, well, I think that's the one where he's bloodshed. Okay. Oh yeah, there it is. Well, yeah. I had uh
3: <laughs> I love the the VHS of this show. Yeah. But when I, you know, got way older and I bought the DVD of it, I had like a good sound system and a nice TV, and that was one of the. Big indicators of me, of like the sound on DVD is fucking horrible. Yes, sounded everything sounded like shit, and I was like, I don't even want to watch this. So they need to do a Blu-ray. Were you using it. computer speakers? No, I was using uh, five-point-one surround sound. Oh, and it sounded like garbage. Hmm. And I was like, I no, no, I'm not doing this. Is yours yours? Isn't like that?
0: I haven't I haven't had a chance to listen to this quite honestly on, on my surround sound. I think group, so. DVDs the DVD sound is garbage. Yeah.
2: I don't remember it sounding bad, but I haven't listened to this in a while. I should give it another spin. Yeah. Like back in nineteen ninety two or whatever it was, <laughs> like
3: it, it sounded great on the VHS with oh, what yeah. the TV speakers were. but
0: So Flight of Icarus is another song that's on both these albums. Um. Yes fast fast yes fast. i think a lot of this and this is a good example of this song is um you know you see the concert because i mean visually this concert from 2019 is probably the best concert i've ever seen in my life like just the theatrics everything they bring out for the songs like flight of icarus he had fucking flamethrowers he was, he oh, was, yeah, that was super how cool. many
4: of, how many you mean you and joe and Tim i saw and two prom. shows yeah, you guys went. I mean, I saw this with Joe. You guys did not. I did not see this with you and. No,
2: Tim, right? I saw it no. yeah. somewhere on tour, somewhere back in time, or no, that's it's it's
0: Legacy, of the, Legacy yeah, of the Beast. Legacy of the Beast. yeah. no we saw it, and I saw it with Joe in Philly, and then I saw it again in Pittsburgh with Tim and Joe and Paul. Yeah. Yeah, it was an amazing show. I mean, it was, <laughs> and that's. I think that's part of it. You, you know. You, your memory is that was such an amazing show, so you don't even think about like any of the flubs or anything like that. So
4: I mean, there were so many flubs. Uh, uh, I'll just go ahead and say that. I mean, oh, he uh, fucked up
0: on uh, <laughs> on which one? Which song? Was it
4: uh, where eagles dare? Yeah, where was, eagles dare? Yeah. I mean, oh, he man. he totally misses you to come back on stare.
2: Yeah, that was a fucking train wreck. That was, <laughs> <totally> <laughs> was that hilarious. Him? Yeah,
4: I mean, I have I'm playing in bands and being as drunk as shit as I normally am. I mean, I have fucked shit up bad, but that was a like, wait, where are the vocals?
6: Uh, <laughs> what, did he just Where's forget to vocalist? start singing? Like what
4: he? You- and and no. then when he came back, he
2: when he came back, yeah, he did not sing anywhere near where the rest of the band was. No. No. What? No. Yeah, you can find. He couldn't it on. hear. He said he couldn't hear was well, in ears yeah. for some reason, it yeah, sounded well, like a steamroller a, or something. It, it was didn't, on
1: YouTube. Didn't you record this that show, Eric? Did you? I, no, I wasn't that at that on show. I oh, Okay. Oh, you, okay. Was, I've seen. I've seen the it's clips on, on YouTube.
6: YouTube. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he said that he was, and he 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 copped to it. He was like, "Well, oh, that's good." He went, he went. He was like, "I was, you know, like below the stage or whatever." And all he could hear was like static in his ears. And then oh, by wow. the time he got up onto the stage, and I think the whole night when he was up like on the upper riser, mm. like the the they had like a bridge kind of thing yeah. set up. Apparently, he couldn't hear anything up there all night.
6: Ah, Washington.
7: Less. that sounds fucking
1: really
4: good Well, for our listening audience, we're talking about a show that occurred at Jiffy Lube Live. That's nice. uh, in, in right. trust me, that's a that's a real place. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. It's actually and the place to go in Northern Virginia. It's, it's, really yeah, well, when it was back back when it was first created in the mid nineties, it was a great place to see shows. But the sound system at this point is is they have not upgraded. No, very well no. There at all. No, but um, but yeah.
3: So basically, uh, Bruce had at the show. Hey, he couldn't hear the whole night, so um, he ran up on stage and was just completely doing his own thing. And the band is like, "No, we're just going
2: to (laughs) play the right part." Yeah. Oh, you could see the look of terror, like Steve Harris staring at Nico and all looking at each other. Like, yeah. Showing this is where we are, this is where we are.
1: Oh man. I don't
2: know why Bruce couldn't just like take out an in ear or something if right. he couldn't hear. Go to a monitor yeah. and like listen like yeah. you know, something. Yeah. Don't doesn't he have like ten backup in ear monitors? Well, yeah. You would think. But, you would think. but the no. the
3: fact that he was I mean, at this point in his life he's very comfortable in front of a crowd. Yeah. And, right. Yeah, he owned <laughs> up to it and everything. He but yeah, like, it, was, it. it was actually how he you know, how he explained it. <laughs> yeah. The and funny it thing for, was it made for a very
2: memorable moment. In, yes. In the, their, well, that's in cool. I thought the clincher was the fact that he comes out, there's like a minute of fucking mayhem. No one knows what's going it's on. Hilarious. And then he All leaves. the
3: fans are like, Do we not know this song? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he leaves. We've we learned
2: this wrong. <laughs> like, he comes out a minute later again. <laughs> like,
4: oh God, what's
2: gonna happen now? Yeah. That was bad. That was uh, one of the,
4: that, the best the, the, and worst. As much as trainers. you say it was bad, it was hilarious to watch. Oh, it was fucking uh, Iron I Maiden, was one of the, you know, the, the longest yep. standing bands that exist. Fuck oh, up sure that badly. Shit. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure was, a lot more. He was
3: basically like a stand-up comic at the point where he was like owning up to it. Yeah. He's like, you oh, know, hey, one of the so, uh, wonderful, one of the most wonderful things w- about watching uh, any Really, any Iron Maiden video or, or live video is Nico yeah. McBrain making faces at the camera. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, in that's, this album that's especially, such
3: just, just joy. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's true. Yep, yeah.
2: He's having a blast.
3: He's basically Joe Gatto. He's also <laughs> looking at the camera.
4: <laughs> the weirdest looking man yes. ever. Well, oh, his, his, his nose. I mean, his nose. What is wrong with his nose? I think, it have, I think boxing space it might have been broken at some point. Was it was it amputated like half of it? Like it just stops like halfway know. through. I wonder if he
6: can
2: smell things. <laughs> I actually met him. I almost forgot. Uh, no prayer for the dying tour. Who the fuck I got... forgets they almost m- forgot. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. You're talking to Hi. Tim and Eric. Tim, and Eric. Tim and Eric. Oh, by everyone. the way, hey, uh, hey. We didn't meet uh, Iron Maiden. No, I, I met Paul. I McCartney
3: met, I met one Bruce. Time too. Oh, I, I forgot Bruce. to mention that. Oh,
2: okay. I met Bruce too on Tattoo Millionaire, but anyway, um, yeah. Fuck you. Uh <laughs> uh Nico, my friend worked for a local magazine and I saw him at the show, it was an arena, No Pray for the Dying. And uh I got backstage and he was in some room with a whole bunch of people around him, of course, and I was like, So the beginning of Tail Gunner. What are you playing there, the cymbals? <laughs> Those paradiddles? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he signed my jean jacket, and uh, nice. I don't have that jean jacket anymore. Oh. I'm
3: asking what type of gum he was chewing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your nose, anyway? <laughs> yeah, <really?
3: laughs> Chris, that was my question to Lars when I met him. What happened to his nose? No. no. What kind nose of? Looks, he's got like a Scandinavian nose. This is fine. I was like, what, "What was the question?" I was like, "What kind of gummy, you?
2: Oh, he was like, "Why know. you always stick out your tongue like that?" Like, like what, a what?
3: You know, he said he was like, "I don't fucking know." Yellow <laughs> yeah. shit,
2: dude. I wish we had and more time. And then
3: he signed my uh, he signed my my CV and he's like, and he, and he pondered it for a second. Juicy fruit. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, "Fuck yeah!" And then the person behind me was like. Just asked Lars what kind of gum he was chewing. <laughs> like, oh my god! That's exactly what I wanted to do. Perfect. <laughs> I can hear him I saying wish that. We had chef skits to myself.
0: All right. Where so were where we, we
3: at? Like the second song on the side. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. no! We're not,
0: we're not going track by track at this point. We'd be There's here. Light a, of a car.
2: Done half of them anyway. I think. Yeah. We have. Well, let's go. Last two we've done. Last three. Last four. Some
6: of them.
0: Yeah. I mean, where Rhyme of the Intramariner. Flight of I
1: mean, Icarus. Icarus.
0: Flight of Icarus. Yeah, we there's talked about a, that a little
1: bit. There's a scream at three thirteen. That's one of the best screams ever recorded. The Bruce, a Bruce line? Dickinson, huh? No, Flight of In... Icarus. Yeah, just a Bruce Dickinson vocal thing he does. I'll find where it. Where you're Is like, 313? Oh. yeah. Of course, it's the album. I just love that. Yeah. He does it in the studio. Yeah, the same awesome. kind of yell. It's great. Yeah, it is great. I don't think he can do that now, that particular... No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. he does it a different way. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a different... Yeah. he. he can... I think even that
2: was different than the album. What's different there? It's just the way he screams. It's almost like he's covering the fact that he can't do it like he
1: did in the studio, but he's still able to do it that's, somewhat effectively. That's what I thought. He kind of leans on it a little bit on this album. He, he goes to that quite a bit to kind of like cover things up. it's not bad. It sounds good. It's just you can tell he's sort of relying on that as a bit of a crutch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: But I don't I mind 3, it. 3,000 more shows in front of me. Yeah. Right. How am I going to,
1: you know, <laughs> yeah. face myself somewhat? <laughs> yeah.
2: In the studio, it's like, I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and then, you know what? Actually, uh, he got off this tour and he's like,
2: all the shit I'm going to write, they're going to reject. <laughs> so great. Yeah, yeah pretty much. a okay, so Quick thing, the quick drum thing about Flight of Icarus is just always been kind of a weird thing that he plays all the verses. He plays the whole song on the floor tom. Really? Mm-hmm. He rides on the really? floor Does tom he really? the whole time till the very outro. Here he goes. See him in the video because they're in the studio and you can see him playing. It. Huh. You don't hear hi hats, you no. don't right. a ride hear ride cymbal
3: to the end. Font. I walk into the bass so hard when I hear the song. I never noticed that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's going like, dun, 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 yeah, with the orc. It's not till the outro.
6: Yeah. <laughs> It down,
2: down. Oh, yeah. Where he goes to the ride It opens up the whole song You're supposed to be bringing to us You're a drummer <laughs> Okay That's right. all I'll talk about from now on Drums Very <laughs>
1: no, fine oh, Sorry <laughs> <laughs> Huh
2: That's yeah. um, interesting I, I never really so if you talk just, about it That ending is the only time he goes to the ride symbol, And that's it There
6: Yeah
3: such
0: an asshole, I ever et- killed some of the kids. <laughs> there
1: it is again.
0: Good to hear it twice. Oh. <laughs> what does he do on this album, uh, the new so one? so good.
1: Just curious. And not that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't <What>? think so?
0: <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: gonna do it. <laughs> you know, guys. He found know, a way to do something. Little, you know, and he found a way, yeah, to do something that it work, works. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> he's hit, He hits.
0: Joe just woke up Everybody Some house.
2: amazing notes that he couldn't hit even in Live After Death. He's hitting on this new album. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his voice sounds thinner and everything, but he's hitting some of these fucking notes, and it's ridiculous. It's amazing. Yeah. Weird it Eagles there. It's all the original the fact key. That
3: the fact that any of these guys in their 60s are doing any of this.
0: I know. Yeah. Nikki was almost 70. I mean,
3: Jesus Christ. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they need yeah. a new drummer. <laughs> they should um, look for. <laughs> Tribute bands or something. <laughs> I'm off
3: track. So where are we on the uh, track
2: list? I'm not even... Rhyme H. Mariner? Yeah, oh, want so
3: I want to talk... There's, there's, a, there's a drum fill in Power Slave that I yeah. just want to get your
2: guys' opinion on. Okay. The one it's in the middle? Verse. I think it's uh, like 330-ish. There's isolated drums that you can find online, by the way. Well, just this specific... It's not on the album that he does this,
3: but he just basically is like, fuck, I'm going to play the guitar part on drums. Brr, 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 brr. <laughs> it's like a thing like that. And you're
4: like. That's With it. That?
3: Okay. Go back. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt like it was like, fuck you. He's like, fuck you. Look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It yeah. just
2: doesn't stop playing. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce with the guitar. Yep, and that's a that's a Bruce
3: Dickinson song, right?
4: What? Power what, Slave? Power
3: Powerslave and didn't you yes. write the whole thing?
4: Uh, Power, yeah, Power Slave and Revelations are both his. That's incredible. Because uh, yep. uh, yeah. Power
3: Slave is well, they're both of his songs, really, but <clears throat> God they're fucking good songs.
4: Yes. Like, and nothing else he's ever done has ever been <laughs> as good as those two songs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I it's one of the hardest out, drum fills to play in the middle of that song. Was that? The very first drum fill of the three after the solos.
4: You know, the big drum break? Mm-hmm. No. Are you serious? Which song are we talking in, about? In Power's House. Are talking about the
2: middle of Power life?
4: Do, 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 do,
2: do, 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 do. All the guitar solos. The for right? No. The guitar solos.
4: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hmm. <ụp-pur-pure. When laughs> is there okay, any way we can come it, up with a the time frame well, for they, this? They do and
3: that and do it. like an octave higher
2: and then it goes lower. It's the only, it's like you the big drum the solo cell, in the right? middle of the song. Okay.
4: Can oh, yeah, we play it? I'm trying to find it. Right there.
2: After all this. Here we go. One more time.
1: Fast. It's awesome.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that bass is awesome.
4: <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's like, it's
0: the perfect bass. And it's so like, that's oh. not even at all what... The guitars are doing. The guitars are doing this other riff completely. it's yeah, yeah, beautiful. It's
2: are they? <laughs> yeah. it's right after. Just forward a couple. Like I never, i I don't even know if I've heard the guitar part.
4: <laughs> what? Yeah, all I hear all I, is the bass. I, cause it, <laughs> that's the only thing that fucking matters.
3: I'm the I'm the bitch because all I do is listen to the bass. There we go.
1: One more time. I know. I know what part you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, I don't right. know <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's
1: three big fills. The first one's the toughest one.
2: Well, he does it different. In the album, the very first one is very, very tricky. The way he splits up his hands and his foot it doesn't make a lot of sense, like, at all. I... I, I had to practice that more than like any other drum part, I think. That one <laughs> fucking fell. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Anyway.
4: Moving on.
0: Oh, Raman Nature Mariner. That's we haven't really talked about that. Uh, That's yeah. a, a huge highlight of this album, Live After yeah. Death anyway. Yeah. It's so good. Obviously.
2: I oh can I tell you a quick story? Yeah, I of just course. thought of this. In in high school, we um we read this poem. And I asked the teacher if I could bring in a videotape.
3: tape. Who is the author? you remember?
2: It's, Edgar Allan Poe. No, it's Samuel Taylor Coleridge. Oh, Samuel Taylor Coleridge. Coleridge. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, I, I brought Live After Death into my English class. And we watched Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. No What's one the... knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> we watched Live After Death. <laughs> yeah. In my English class. Yeah.
4: That's awesome. That's a good like English- this is how I know this poem. Timeout. Time awesome. I've brought this up earlier. Like, you know, Joe, Eric, Tim, how did you guys not use Iron Maiden? When I was uh, in my, I guess it was my sophomore year, maybe junior year of high school, we had to do a, a thing on poetry. So what poem did I use? Rhyme yeah. the fucking Agent Mayor, you know? <laughs> and. I actually had I, – I recorded and put on tape, you know, a copy of their, you know, from Power Slave on it. And, uh, I mean, I had written the – I mean, it was nuts. It's, of course I used that fucking thing. And um, <laughs> I was the one person in the class that didn't end up getting to present. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We it's ran out right. of time before they got to Let me be like Iron Maiden <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Guitar wise There's a, a riff in this song That I always thought was kind of A weird guitar thing to do <laughs>
1: <it>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds
4: like a bassist
0: It's uh, here no, it's They right play all that in, that in unison <laughs> Not this, it's coming up here
2: Love the
1: three part oh, Right home. here Oh uh, yeah. It's back and work for like yeah, a minute. But, ch- but it's triplets. Every other eighth
2: note triplet. What, what's weird about that? I
0: don't get it. It's just a weird riff. to like so, and there's yeah, no, like, imagine All it, it is it, for like thirty seconds. Right. Oh is
2: it? <laughs> but it's the fact that it's dead da 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 it's the first and third note of every triplet instead of going like da that that that
1: that 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 it's da da that that yeah that's that's a that's weird
2: but
3: what makes it not weird is the bass. it's a base root I playing the root of all that bases. oh I know
0: I know but that's
3: a, that's nice that I think that makes it even more amazing
0: yeah well it's steve harris <laughs> it's what he does man
1: but that had to be the guitar player's response to Steve Harris writing that part, right? Like he probably Steve Harris probably wrote that, and the guitar the guitar player's like, I, I don't know, uh, I'll do this. I mean, maybe well, I can't they are playing maybe. that. They are playing
0: that on guitar earlier in the song. The <laughs> riff that he's doing on bass there, they're playing that on guitar earlier in the song.
1: <laughs> that's we, that's just weird. That's
0: The da 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 That's what the bass is doing right there. Yeah, but they're going Yeah,
1: so I wonder if they were like, well, I'll just do this. <laughs> Why well, you do that? Yeah, About I mean, what, who? You it's just weird. Be, you have to be. Yeah.
3: You have to be like very aware of what you can add at a certain point in a song, and very few bands are gracious enough to be like, "This is enough. I'm just gonna do this." Yeah.
1: It's almost like they had another and idea, and Steve, that it-
3: even even Steve Harris's time times are like is as, as like fancy and flamboyant As a bass player As he is There's so many times Where he's just like I'm just gonna do this He, he stays subtle Because he's he brilliant pick your moments Because he's brilliant And let the guitar yep. players Do the thing yep. Maybe I'll hit an octave Every
2: so often No one to get out of the way Yeah It's amazing yeah. Think Every musician Should have that Responsibility in the band so. <clears throat> Yeah You know Pick your parts And yeah. Every Everyone has their Moment Yeah, yeah. Yep support the song yeah as a drummer you gotta support the song and
6: Mm -hmm.
2: you know going back to what we talked about before but that's your job yep it's almost like you no one can notice you or something we should
0: wrap up soon so are there some highlights that people want to talk about here on these on either of these albums
2: Uh, i mean we we really got the remastered one that has the extra songs on it
0: yeah from
4: uh
2: (laughs) what did we did we get into the second album yeah, I, mean, I would just kind of well. Let me
4: ask them. you guys this real fast because I remember when this came out, my brother, you know, had the tape, which was two tapes. When the CD came out, mm-hmm. it was a single CD that did not have as much material.
3: Yeah, yeah that's true. Can because it couldn't fit it on. Yes.
4: Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Fuck you, CD motherfuckers!" <laughs> yeah, us tape I'm guys. Gonna, gonna- you
2: have this one now, right? Yes. I think I have it that one yeah.
3: too. I'm gonna like I'm gonna say something that is gonna to blow about. my credibility. I didn't realize the uh, extra tracks that are on this for what is I think sort of, uh, it starts with starts with Child,
1: Rat Child yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
3: I didn't realize that wasn't from Long Beach yeah. until Hammersmith just, just a few weeks ago. Oh, really? <laughs> Scream yeah.
6: for me, Hammersmith.
0: Yeah. I
3: didn't pick that up. Oh wow, he does say Hammersmith. Yeah, and I was like. Fuck you! Because <laughs> like, this is supposed to be the Long Beach show. Yeah, and I had the tapes with with like uh, the double tape with with, with oh albums. really? <laughs> and I never picked up. I don't this time. Wow! And it does sound a little slightly different, but um, they play like amazing songs on the extra yeah
2: Park. part. Yeah,
0: yeah, found Fam- of the
3: Opera, of the Boots Opera, Boots which on. I think
2: is the highlight again, right? Yeah, definitely. Twenty two and Children of the Dam. For me is pretty I, money. I it's all
3: really good. Running free goes on forever. And I listened to the whole thing this morning because it just it just made me feel good to like listen to Running Free again. Yeah. yeah. It, and and Bruce's like can command of the crowd and, like, Oh, you have the motherfuckers over here. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like that was that was masterful like showmanship. Oh yeah. Hundred you know? percent, yeah.
0: Yeah, that song the oh, song that's like three minutes long ends up being like you know 12 minutes eight. long. It's 8 minutes,
1: or <laughs> eight minutes yeah.
0: yeah eight and a half, yeah yeah
1: I think the best oh, part left of side whole... left side yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: all right
0: the right side let's see what you got right side <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I think the best part of the whole album is where I'm with the ancient mariner from 840 to nine eleven. that was the note uh, I took. that might be my favorite spot too oh, mm-hmm. so
3: good why, why is it your favorite spot
2: well let's listen to it
1: it, it's the build.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Dude, somewhere back in time when they did this, I, I think I peed my pants. <laughs> the fireworks mm-hmm. went off. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <That's> so good. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: That's <laughs> great. Just that whole,
2: even in this, when we do this live now, I have a, like an explosion that I hit.
1: (laughs) Really? That's awesome.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I got just like a big, uh, like thunderstorm kind of thing. Yeah. That, and we do the whole middle section. That's awesome. Um, I mean, you have to, I made the middle section. I actually got sounds and I made my own track and I actually recorded myself doing the narration. Oh cool one moon. by one you by the Star Dogged Moon. <laughs> and I, I, I made my voice. I almost forgot that it was me because it sounds like the album I swear to God. That's awesome. <laughs> and I got all the sounds, I got creaking boards, I got a little casually witch going. <laughs> 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 nice. Um Could the swaying of a boat. And we go through the whole thing. <laughs> but the guitarist, I have to say, well, he's gonna never mind. He's listening to this. Which one? <laughs> well, or it's it's tough to match the <laughs> bass and that guitar uh that wow 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 it's kind of so free but it has to be with the bass so sometimes he actually gets off cuz he can't hear the bass as well
3: that bass part is so hard to like focus in on
2: yeah just be it's, really it's steady six, it's monotonous like six, eight. and it's like if you if you miss anything, you're like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it actually, it, <laughs> it's been a surprisingly difficult part to do live, that section. It, it,
3: it's fucking, it, like, oh. even if you're fucking focused on, like, we're 6'8", you're doing this, you're like, because there's something that like,
2: creeps in. You're like, did I miss some? <laughs>
5: <laughs> no. yeah, oh, it's fuck. too much time.
2: <laughs> like, ah, it's too fuck. much time to think. It's it too is. much time for your brain to wander and think. Because Iron Maiden shit. is
3: basically like you know exactly what you're doing, and that's one part where you're like, not only is it is it that part, but it changes a little halfway through. Yeah, where the base it part up. is, it, it goes like to a from a, a minor to a major, and you're like, yeah, should I, didn't you do that now?
2: Oh. <laughs> and if you, but fuck the it whole up, lead it's up over. is it's monumental though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that whole lead up because that sets the mood for the rest of the song, and then you got yeah. the guitar harmonies for a couple minutes, That's insane. and it's, just, it's so fun to play. It's so fun! Yep. And that song is
3: w- the best thing about that song is it's like you're committed. Like, we're, we're gonna be doing this for 12 minutes. <laughs> I
2: should tell you guys too that, um, not to keep talking about my band or anything, oh, but we actually played this album from top to bottom. Oh, wow. I
0: remember I wanted uh, to go to that show, but I wasn't able to make it.
2: Yeah. it was. Oh, you think you're fancy? <laughs> no. <laughs> we tried. We were like, should we try to do this? It'll be fun.
3: You but, actually played Back in the Village?
2: No, we no, played Live After Death. Death. Live After Death. Death. Oh, okay. I with all know. the songs. Okay. With all the included songs. The added okay. songs.
0: Wow. All the, even the um, the Hammersmith stuff?
2: Yeah. Wow. We did that. And then put them in the set somewhere. I, I forget how we did it. I think we did, like, the vinyl is.
0: Oh, yeah, there the are order. different. Because yeah. I
2: think it's different on the vinyl.
0: Yeah, there are different
3: ones. And, um, I almost
2: bought that today on Discogs. I don't have money. <laughs> it's on the it's on the internets, but it's. Uh, I think someone's standing in front of the camera most of the time. Unfortunately. Scream! <laughs> but it's all up there. It was fun. Yeah. It's fucking hard as shit, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> how did... Well, yeah,
0: I can't wait till shows anyway. are a thing again. I can't wait to see you guys again. Ugh.
2: I no. think shows are going to be like the first couple shows that happen for anybody. Like it's going to be like April. Everyone's going to cry yes. on stage. People going <laughs> to yes. throw their panties. <laughs> yes.
4: It's just going to be all like a uh, wild orgy. Gonna, I'll bring out the, the, the gonna mosh out pits are going to be the, the craziest shit that's ever happened.
3: <laughs> I'm bringing so many panties.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: They're half brown. Oh, bringing them. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, delicious. Um, all right, what else on these albums? Anything?
4: It, yeah. Well, let's. I mean, we really have not. But we didn't really go into the new one. About, yeah, we haven't uh, really. Uh, you know, whatever the hell the goddamn thing is called, uh, nice Night of, of the, the Dead. Dead. Yes. Yeah. I mean, For the big reasons. thing I'd say with the production of this one is 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 crowd noise. I mean, and crowd noise always matters a lot, but I feel that that this one, you know, happening. Recently, they really know what the fuck they're doing these days in way of incorporating, yeah. you know, the sounds. I would yeah. say, you know, I mean, there are versions like, you know, the version of, of Revelations, um, uh, the Wicker Man is freaking phenomenal.
3: Yeah. So Revelations, when it's the yeah part in the crowd,
6: mm-hmm.
3: it sounds really weird. On this one, yeah. Did you notice
4: that? Let me see. I didn't.
0: It does sound weird.
4: Are they saying Marty? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? This is fucking I, I it's, it's, it's gotta be a <laughs> Marty. mic placement. It's picking it up weird. No. Okay,
3: that that that. Well, they're far away.
2: Yeah, it's probably the way um, the crowd is hearing it. That and delayed it's, a little bit. Yeah. but you're saying that they're saying something specific.
3: <laughs> I don't know if they're saying Marty or no. They're no, all
2: going Marty.
3: Yeah,
2: they're all in on an Marty. inside joke in Mexico. There was, <laughs> right. there was another
3: big point you made, Keith, the, the, when you were talking about it. They said Clive Burr before that. Like what? what, what? Shit. Clyde Bur, what? What? Keith, what was the other song that you mentioned?
4: Uh, Wicker Man, Wicker Man, yeah.
0: Oh
3: yeah, yeah. Fuck this! This version of Wicker Man is the most languid, boring, fucking bullshit version. Of That song they've ever played.
2: I don't I, see What it. is
4: going on? What do they do here? I, I thought Did the crowd know? The crowd reaction in that one I thought It's made like it.
3: Great <laughs> Like That's That's the whole That's the opposite of Wicker Man
4: Okay I, I you mean You didn't get this I, Okay I'll play a little Anyone little else? else? Yeah. i right, play
3: Play the album version And then play <laughs> This Don't do me That's fine. That's
0: not with them I mean I can play the studio version. What's wrong with that?
3: Play the Rock and Rio version. No rock and Rio. Yeah. It's
1: snare though. Yeah, that snares.
3: This works too, but I think if you play, if you play Rock and Rio versus that one, I hate the tight hi hats in this first
0: too.
3: There's just a there's a tightness to the actual version of the song that they fucked up on. I don't
0: know if I have the Rio Legacy version. of
3: the Beast. So
5: Otherwise, critical. I love <laughs> Legacy of the
3: Beast. <laughs> I just was like, I thought maybe you guys would pick up on this I, criticality of it, but like, yeah, I didn't really. <laughs> Nah, no, okay. I thought I thought I was like, why are they playing? It's like it's it's like the the jazz blues version of of Wicker Man What are they doing?
2: Well I think they do that a lot, which bugs me, and I think a lot of that is Nico, the way he plays <laughs> some stuff, it's like so dancey It's like it's a fucking metal tune, and you're making it sound like a disco tune. <laughs> huh. Clive wouldn't
1: do that. <laughs> Well. Uh, so oh. He's
2: dead. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, we we haven't mentioned the fact that there's Blaze Bailey songs. Wow.
0: Yeah, I was about to say that those are the two songs i got to skip. I hate saying it, but Which one's the... Uh, the Blaze Bailey, of the Cross? Klansman, and Santa yeah. the Cross. You don't know, like the Klansmen? I like them fine, but it just, you know, compared to everything else on the album, it's like, uh, I'd rather hear the Trooper. than I don't yeah. like Santa
3: the Cross because I mean, the vocals are too much Blaze Bailey, yeah, I like the Clansman I can't Klansman sing, now. so I have to do this. I have to go up and down the scale, and I am an idiot.
1: <laughs> so drunk. The song is would really- rather hear
2: here to tame... To Tame a Land. <laughs> that was based off of Dune. Yeah, that's well, true. That
3: was it. They never play, play that band.
4: live. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they did at one point, but... I don't, don't do think so. No, that song ain't great. Wow! Take the kind of fashion, <laughs> deed, the Would gom, you, jabbar. Did you like the... Uh,
3: dri- didn't Dream Theater? Didn't Dream Theater? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think they did, actually. It was really good. Yeah. I like that song. That's a good song, too. yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just, I know um,
2: the words are a little weird, but I always liked... Being able to lip sync them, I felt cool. <laughs> <You just laughs> because of all the bizarre those weird words. Because they yeah. always like, taught you something. I kind of like,
4: cool, Chris. Yeah. Take just, you know. the dom jabar. Or gom jabar. Or dim jabar. Kareem jabar.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Kareem jabar. <laughs> Kareem jabar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess I don't know what that one. Ugh. Without a still so you would fry in the sand so Hut and dry of a world called Arrakis. It is a land that's rich in spices and riders and the mice that they call the Muad'Dib. He is a quiz that's had a He was born in Kalanin and will take the Gamjabah. He has the power to foresee. He has to look into the past. He is a ruler of the stand.
3: <laughs> that is... Uh, it's good. All right, next fucker. That's where...
4: you uh, <laughs> can memorize some lyrics. That's a good job.
1: That's where Star Wars got their spice idea from.
0: That's right.
6: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Spice, Wait, Star spice Wars, is spice in Star Wars. In Star Wars drugs are called spice like spice. the spice mines of Kessel and spice oh, runners really? and yeah, yeah if you're a spice runner you're basically a drug runner. Yeah.
4: Probably oh okay. Drugs? Yeah. I don't remember I don't remember <laughs> the the word your spice, spice used ever in any <laughs> This isn't a spice Star dream. Wars movie. So but- the spice girls were really the drug girls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn it. Oh.
3: Yes. That that explains a lot. Do you remember Spice Minds of Kessel? Huge drug girls fan. No,
4: I'm sorry. I'm not a a complete loser. loser.
0: (laughs) At least not for that (laughs) reason.
1: Great Beatles song, by the way.
3: You still could be. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you being.
1: I don't think the Klansman's good, good enough team. to argue about, so we should move along. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Thank
2: you for speaking for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we should talk about the uh, intro to "Run to the Hills." The hell is he talking about?
1: What? Yeah. What? Play it. That's get on, a, your- get on your cow. Get on your drink your milk and get on your cow- <laughs> Get on your horse or something.
4: Cowboy. <sighs>
2: <laughs> what i don't know i don't know what the question <laughs> <Drink your horchata. laughs> yeah also what what,
3: what's the problem with you guys
0: well i don't know what he's talking about yeah
3: he literally tells you what to do
0: cowboys and drinking milk what the
1: fuck is that no
3: he tells you to get off your horse and drink your milk cowboy well,
0: what does that have to
1: do with what, what is and it? What, it and is then what and then run question? to the hills Th- then just
4: stand there. I just didn't know that
0: cowboys Bruce's were synonymous with drinking milk. I, I didn't you realize it was
4: what such a... you need to do. Why would I you think... not just but wait? Bruce, for Bruce? <laughs> explicitly laid out three things you need to do.
0: <laughs>
3: They're very <So>? strange
4: things. <laughs> we'll do them and well, then you, wait for been... further instructions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's just two things.
4: I mean, Bruce will yeah. tell you eventually <laughs> what you need to do next before you so? die, hopefully. But, you know, maybe you're just going to stand there and wait. <laughs> Yeah, but it's to be fair, he might get be, it off the horse. He,
3: to be fair, he might have specifically been speaking to two people that look thirsty and they were cowboys. No, he right said it there. at both
0: other shows. <laughs> said it at every single show.
2: Yeah.
3: They, they might be fanboys. It's they <laughs> might be
2: groupies. <laughs> a, what if it's something to not do if a bird shits on you? Please yeah.
3: do not put any one of us into a situation
1: where you have to defend a Bruce's uh, bullshit. What if the cowboys lactose intolerant? Well, well then, the bird Brian might Prescott. shit on it. Exactly. Prescott exactly. needs to too.
3: a lot of milk.
2: <laughs> yep. You probably seen the website. What Iron Maiden taught me in school, or something like that. that someone wrote. No, a so, someone wrote so this, this this. it's <laughs> like a while back. Someone wrote this. Has this website? It's like a list of all the shit that they learned from Iron Maiden and not from school. Oh, that's
1: awesome. <laughs> I, I have a, a note about "Run to the Hills." Did you notice the backing vocals of "Run to the Hills"? Before, when, if Bruce doesn't decide to sing on them, I what they did, sound like? I did yes. Not. Sometimes
2: I did. they sound terrible. It's oh. like, Run
1: for your love. Really? I was like, what? Why did they leave that in there? They could have just had him, I don't know, overdub yeah, some. Yeah, play that. It's at 114.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Why did
6: you even come on?"
1: for your life. <laughs> <Or> your life. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I was like, "What?"
0: Well, uh, we did have a little bit of feedback from this from Paul. If you guys want to hear it,
6: on these yeah, oh, I didn't know
5: that. Okay,
0: so let me play that real quick. There's two of them. All right, here's Paul's review of live after death.
5: Somewhere in time podcast. Iron Maiden, Live After Death, likely to be the greatest live album by any band, let alone heavy metal, known to man, the earth, solar system, galaxy, the universe. It's atmosphere and vibe perfectly captured on the double vinyl LP, the uh, set list to die for, supporting Power Slave of course, 1985, presented in double gatefold um, cover with arguably the greatest Eddie artwork I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and buying that back then in the day in the 80s when that was released, was a sight to behold and then the album was absolutely fantastic. I uh, re-bought it on vinyl recently and it's just as gorgeous and sublime as it ever was. Um, I think the band were at the height of their power releasing Power Slave and touring. The uh, audience interaction with Bruce uh, was fantastic. Um, All-out great album. The uh, slight down point is the album a few of the tracks were recorded in London which is not a problem but with continuity they could have done all of Long Beach Arena um, Steve Harris has his way of doing things but ultimately I'd give that an A plus
0: alright and then he's got, he's got a one on Legacy of the Beast as well so we can play that one too
5: somewhere in time podcast people the new Legacy of the Beast tour live album I Iron Maiden I was there with some of you guys. I saw that tour four times. set list was absolutely bloody amazing. The stage show was epic. The whole thing was fantastic. The live album is the best in a while. Still not as good as Live After Death. Um, it's almost, the sound is great, but it's almost too perfect. Um, Still lacks that something that live after death has got. Maybe that's a nostalgia thing. I don't know, um, but it's it is a clean, crisp, loud, um, rocking album, and um, I'm particularly pleased with hearing uh, some um, tracks on there which I, I hadn't seen live, um, which really made it reckon it's an essential add to your uh, collection.
0: <laughs> Not if you uh, ask Chris. <laughs> I'm
5: going to give it an a minus. No. For where Eagles goes, along it's
4: worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean Paul's fandom, uh... Paul's fandom uh, like I think you know there's no way in hell. I mean he will probably kill people, you know, that they would do it, <laughs> you know, talk bad about Iron Maiden. So I, I, I but I, I agree with him. I mean, one way or another sure, you know, the new one isn't fucking Live After Death. And Live After Death, to me, you know, as we throw in the nostalgia shit, I mean, it was the first fucking live album I ever heard. And it, you know, I heard its material before I heard the albums that did it. So, I mean, like, that alone, there's no way in hell, I mean, I'm not even sure what other albums I'd grade higher than what i'm going to grade live after death but the new one sure it's not live after death still good fucking tunes and it's like you know uh i would say that the um you know the, the my uh you know kind of gearing up to do this episode i listened to all the other live album i've had uh, live shit i could get And, uh, you know, tried to to try and compare. And uh, seriously, sound-wise, I really feel that the production is better in this one than really others. You can really fucking hear everything. Uh, There are other times in, in other releases that, you know, kind of crowd noise might uh supersede what's go- really going on but you can really hear and this one the production i guess you could say of this one was done correctly in that you can hear everything that the band wants you to hear
0: well okay so what what would you grade it what, what would we gr- grade both of these i mean live after death for me is
4: live best. after death let's do that first
0: yeah a plus easy All
4: right, live after death a
2: for yeah. me uh mexico uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. They they play great the whole thing. But if we're, if we gotta compare, I'm gonna have to say B uh, e plus. That's, hey, that's, that's hey higher than I was you expecting a
4: lot lower than
2: I was you. expecting. Like C. Yeah, so. yeah me too. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
0: Life After Death A plus for me. It's,
2: they it's still true. sound great. I mean, it's yeah. In, yeah, exactly. It's, it's fucking me. Yeah,
1: Live After Death. Yeah, A plus. I I would go to a lot of Live After Death. For the older stuff first, I'd go to the Mexico City thing for the newer songs, if that makes sense. And I'd give yeah. Mexico City a,
4: yeah. a B. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well. Live After Death, A+. plus, A+++++. plus. plus, 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 plus yeah, it's, I mean, it's fantastic. It's Christ, That, that set yeah. my standard. That was my benchmark to everything to live to, and nothing has touched it in my eyes. In my eyes that might be the best live album that there is. Uh, yeah, I think it, it is. is. The New uh, the Mexico thing, sure, it's not live after death, but it's still if a fucking
2: A-minus. A-. They need to add some shit that they never played before. Yeah. Like they've played Where Eagles Dare before. Hey, used to I would
4: love to hear them play, play. Uh, Alexander the Great. Yeah. Anything. Anything. Yeah. Like, fucking back to the village, or yeah, oh god, not that one. It's, that That's so sucks. many, something, anything,
0: loneliness well, some is yeah. of the long some rare
4: shit.
3: Deja Vu or CMS, Stranger in a Strange Land, Stranger in Stranger, a Strange Land. Oh, bring not that, back. This. oh my god,
1: yeah, great, that, This would be great. Mm-hmm. So many, yeah, you can drop I'm Fear not of the strange Dark, Strange World.
3: I'm not doing the Alexander yeah. the Great thing, Stranger in yeah. a Strange World, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> you can yeah. drop Fear of the Dark, you can drop do a mashup, run to the hill, yeah, seriously. You can drop That's a bunch of these you could just you know, we've we've heard oh, them. I could drop
2: every fucking song and just play like B sides. I'd be happy. I'd be happy. The eighty
3: five album, A plus, um the new one B plus. Yeah. yeah. That's where I'm we going with it. All right? Yeah. Cool. So Eric? Is that fair?
0: Yeah, I said A plus for Live After Death and B for uh the new one.
4: Oh. Wow, yeah, we yeah. all said kind of the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not too surprising. It's fucking Iron Maiden.
6: Yeah, I mean,
0: they, <laughs> look yeah. if they, if it was a look, video, this, if, if they if, if they the released show, like, a video I, of the new the, the new tour, it would be a different. Because I think you have to be, nice. be there for that. Show,
2: they should shows. release the Jiffy Lube. Like, <laughs> yes. This doesn't represent I'll my takes. feeling of being
3: at the show because I was at three of the the uh, gigs. So I mean, yeah, I had like a bit of a nostalgia like plus mm-hmm. for it. But
5: being
0: there is so different. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. really is because yeah. there's there's visuals that you don't get from the from
1: the. Just the yeah. listening to it. So. Especially at this show. Yeah. This show was just over the top. Ridiculous. Also, fuck Mexico. I, I will say
4: this. Uh, better I, crowds. I, better I don't crowds. drink as much as I used to. And it's so awesome witnessing all of the stuff going on when you're not passed out drunk. Really. It's, it's it's fucking phenomenal. Like I never realized <laughs> all that shit was going were on. Were you passed out drunk? <laughs> I passed out drunk at a lot of shows.
3: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so did honestly, you? Friends, but not, not for these. Um, but I do want to say that the, uh, and I meant to mention this before the um, American the, or the U.S. Uh, rock top forty, or, or whatever they call it, the Billboard charts.
2: Casey Kasem.
3: Yeah, it, it ranked higher. It was it was ranked like fourth at the top of the charts, and the UK was fifth. On this really? album, this the wow. new one, huh? The uh, the
0: Mexico one,
1: Legacy wow. of the Beast, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> so it was like surprised, yeah. Fuck you, England. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised the fact that it was recorded in Mexico.
3: You know, they weren't. I don't even know if they have a chart because it wasn't even on a list. <laughs> the but wall. Yeah, the, al- the album. Wall. <clears throat> the album ranked higher here than it did in the UK. Sweden was even.
2: Ahead
3: of us, but Sweden has very good taste in metal.
0: So. All right, cool. Well, on that note,
2: good meeting you, dude. Yeah, you too. You too. Good talking. Yeah,
0: hopefully we'll see you in person soon.
2: Yeah, I hope so. Let the hang on. Stay in touch. I'm sure. Once, once we
4: all have the chat uh, with you soon.
0: The vaccine. Yeah. All right, cool. We're out.
4: Oh, uh, see you. See ya. <laughs> Peace. Live energy, energy aggression, power. To sum right. it up, it's um. A- mm-hmm
7: vulgar display of power. We say things to people that mean something. I mean, in our own little way. Ricky,
4: quick, will you try to
7: take my
3: (laughs) The human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the
6: most important thing.